Hi, I'm Coach Landry, and the topic is building and repairing trust. We're going to talk about keys to, you know, building trust so you can maintain a sustainable relationship, but we're also going to talk about trust in general, building it, repairing it, and living it, okay? So a lot of people ask me questions about trust often, if they can come back from and whatnot, and I often say there's a difference between a mistake and a pattern. If somebody is constantly betraying you, you're in an unhealthy relationship. Go listen to my segment about unhealthy relationships. But if somebody simply made a mistake and you're trying to decide on whether that mistake is bad enough for you to either return or walk away, this is this is a good segment for you. So I'm going to give you a very no bullshit, unvarnished, as usual, truth to things because I believe in even if your feelings are getting hurt having to hear things, it's important that you hear them because it equals progress, okay? So, I mean, it's no wonder why is trust one of the most written about research topics? Simply put, because many of us have been betrayed. Betrayal has two parts. One, a violation of spoken or unspoken agreement. Two, resulting in injury, for example, from monogamous couples agree not to have sexual relationships with others. So having an affair violates that agreement and almost always injures the other person. Thus, a betrayal of trust. Additionally, Physically assaulting a person not only causes injury, but also violates an agreement, even when it's unspoken. So remember, there should never be a, a physical response to a verbal problem. Okay? So if you feel like you're, you're one of those people that you constantly do things that are just, you go a little too far. Remember, if you're having a verbal argument, you should never have a physical response to a verbal, verbal argument. Okay? Say that again. You should never have a physical response to a verbal argument. So, you know, things like examples would be there's always unspoken agreement that caretakers, including parents, teachers, doctors, child care professionals will protect and not harm us when it's when when they do that power is abused. So that would be physical trust being broken. You know, if you go to a, a retirement community, you find out your parent has been being abused, but you put your trust into them and physically you see bruises, things like that. Those are physical barrier breaks and couples who uh, cross a line when they're having a physical, you know, a verbal argument and they respond physically. Okay. Again, you should never solve a verbal problem with a physical response. And if you, if you're with somebody that constantly does that, you're in an unhealthy relationship, you need to get out period. Quit tricking yourself. Quit being full of shit about it. Quit thinking you love them. Get out. So most apparently lying or deceiving can also be hurtful. And this is probably the most common infidelity and lying are usually the most hurtful items that violate a spoken or unspoken rule that we treated with honestly, thus it's, it too is betrayal or trust. Okay. So certainly there are many more examples that could be added to the list, but that's kind of giving you a summary of what we're about to address. So how can trust be repaired and rebuilt? The first step is to become fully aware of the nature and extent of the hurt you feel. If your hurt is dismissed, minimized, or denied by yourself or others, then the wound is likely to fester and it's unlikely trust will be repaired. So to ensure this does not happen, ask yourself the following question. How deep is the pain you suffer? Does the betrayal trigger earlier hurt, pain, suffering? Does the hurt linger for days, months, or even years? Second, The person or group that betrayed you must really see and acknowledge the hurt. Apologies like, I'm sorry you feel that way, or I didn't mean it or intend to hurt you, are really, or I'm sorry, are are just rarely sufficient and often stop the healing process before it begins. So saying things like that does not do anything for the other person. That's not a proper way to address somebody feeling hurt. So if you have somebody that says, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, 
that means they're not acknowledging the pain that they've caused. Okay? So to ensure that it's properly acknowledged, the one who betrayed you must not only take some responsibility for the hurt, but also acknowledge the injury and show a feeling and a reaction that 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 has remorse and compassion. Okay? So, and people that are usually upset that they hurt you, you can tell. They're upset that they even did what they did. So when there is no real acknowledgement and feeling of response, you may rightly feel the person doesn't get it and trust will not be repaired. So does repairing trust require a promise not to hurt you again? While some people think it's necessary, let's all be real. That's, that's unrealistic for you to say that. So if somebody's saying that, I'll never do that again. Um, unless it's a physical uh, act, it's likely they are going to hurt you again in some capacity. Maybe not with intent, but it's going to happen. So that's a full of shit promise. You need to address what you actually did and stop worrying about what's going to happen. Because if you made a mistake that made someone feel betrayed, it's a mistake and you're trying to repair the mistake. Okay? If you have a pattern, like I said, if a person has a pattern of betraying you, you're in an unhealthy relationship. That's not a mistake. That's a pattern. But if the promise that they make to you is not accompanied by a real acknowledgement and a proper response, the promise will carry little weight and in all likelihood not be kept. Okay? So insufficient promises are almost always built on hope. Uh, that the one who betrayed you can control themselves in that kind of capacity. So going deeper, living a life where betrayal is inevitable. Okay, so trying to create a life where betrayal can never occur can cause us to withdraw, be too wary, put up too many walls, and insulate you from truly being alive with people. So betrayal is inevitable, okay? But sometimes it's as simple as one person agreeing to be a certain kind of person, and then later that they made a little mistake or they crossed over a line that they originally agreed to, but it's not that big of a deal. Okay, there's small things, right? Did you take out the trash today? Oh, yeah, I took it out. And the reason I told you they took it out because I got tired of you asking them. Those are small things. You know, those are battles you, you need to choose to let go of. They're not worth it. People sometimes don't want you on your back. But for example, if you agree to financially support your family, but later learn that pursuing your artistic life is more important than you knew, then you might not be able to sustain that level of financial support you agreed to. Or if you agree to always listen to your partner, you may find that every once in a while, you have, a, you, know, you have suppressed your own voice in order to listen to them, so you may not be able to hold that agreement. So these are things that, you know, these are realistic style things. So if you're having problems like that, don't be too hard on yourself or your partner. These are things that happen as you, you massage into agreements. You know, remember, sometimes agreements can't happen on the dot. They take a little bit of time to, to, for people to groove into. But or if you agree to always be there for someone and they find out that you've been you have a deeper need or a friendship than you realize and then you might not spend more time with friends than you know uh, or you're spending more time with friends that you initially agreed to uh, versus being with them and things like that. But in addition, we all have shadow what I call shadow qualities, needs, capacities that are not fully known to us yet. These shadow aspects can be hurtful in part because they are unconscious and express themselves without. Um, our care, sensitivity, or sense of responsibility. It may be our anger, vengeance, selfishness, jealousy, resentment, fear, you know, or it could just be our need to feel free. You know, it's not like someone's trying to intentionally hurt you. Some people just, they, they need that, they hit that spot where they need freedom. And this cannot be overstated. We cannot promise to be something that that is a part of us, especially when we barely are conscious of these parts. So trying to control our own or other shadows, qualities that I call them, is often suppressive, destined to fail, and often leads to an explosion of these qualities in unexpected and more problematic ways. So, to the next point, how can your relationship thrive given betrayals unavoidable? 
Well, first, get to know yourself and your partner, especially those things you know you may not like. Because ignoring the shadow of a person you are in a relationship with is common. Most people just try to look at the best of a person and you know move on without thinking about the worst. But because ignoring the shadow of a person you are in a relationship with is common, especially at the beginning of a relationship, and putting our own best foot forward can in it you know, just inadvertently hide our own darker side about things. Okay. Every human possesses a part of themselves that feels like that. So thus it's important to make a conscious effort to explore, discuss, and be open about learning about these things of other people. Remember, no matter who you meet, you're going to learn things about them. that aren't going to be exactly the best things to ever hear, but it's your job to decide whether you can work with them or not. Second, begin to trust that you and the other person really have those qualities and will sometimes express them. That means that promising not to express these qualities cannot be trusted. Trust, in this case, is not built on hope or promise or being hurt, but built on a kind of deep honesty of who you are and the other person who they really are. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It's not built on hope. It's built on that you understand the kind of person that you're with and how they are, and they understand the same about you. Until you both take time to invest in knowing that, you're never going to be fully insulated from being able to handle the problems when they happen, okay? So finally, I want you to learn over time that you can respond and take another step in a relationship even after it hurts and betrayals occur. This takes a new kind of trust, the trust in ourselves to be aware of our hurts, express our hurts, and address the injury of a breach with our partner. Essentially, you are saying, I trust that there are times that you will hurt me and I will hurt you. I even trust that sometimes this hurt will be a breach of an agreement. We have. However, I also trust that we can take steps to address these hurts and breaches and even turn their processes over time into strengthening our relationship. Okay? So, in other words, be fucking honest with yourselves. Quit dilly dallying and act like life should be perfect when someone messes up. It's a catastrophe. Things are going to happen in a relationship. And what matters is if you're in a healthy one, healthy people rebound from problems. Because they understand each other. They're not just about themselves inventing. They're about learning about their partner and trying to work with what their partner is as well. Okay? So don't pussyfoot around issues. When you go through something tragic, sit down at the table and lay it out. Be respectful. Remember, just because you feel something doesn't mean you get to treat them a certain way. Okay? You still have to have a respectful adult conversation regardless of what's going on. And in a healthy relationship, two people who both have the idea of resolve will sit down with that intent. And that's why healthy couples work. Okay. But throwing a caveat here, you know, there are clearly some breaches that cannot be fully repaired. Okay. I'm not suggesting, for instance, that if a person who has physically violated you should work out, or a person who has constantly cheated on you or pushed you away every time you've tried to talk about something serious, you alone will be the, you know, know if the bridge of that relationship is irreparable. You know, and if it, it irreparably, if it's broken, it's broken. Okay. And people can't walk on water. So if a bridge is broken, get the fuck out and quit, quit talking yourself into something that's not healthy. Okay. So you must trust yourself to know this and act accordingly. So I, you know, I hope this information kind of helps you gear towards being realistic about a relationship that things are going to happen. Agreements are going to get breached. The importantness like I say, in a healthy relationship, it's your ability to rebound and have the same goal at the same time and be respectful. Respect in a relationship will go a long way and don't sweat the small stuff. Okay? 
So if you'd like to book a personal session, contact me via at the email uh, below. And if you found this information helpful, show your appreciation by clicking on the PayPal donation link below. And I will talk to you soon.